0: Yo, it's 74LA, a.k.a. The Love Ambassador, coming to you straight live and direct from The Jungle Studios. First and foremost, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it is at TheRealLA21. Lock it down for older episodes, and yo, enjoy the ride. So, um, it's Thursday night. Uh, let's just to get straight to the point on this one. Um, so, my father... Who is an unreal dad I've been truly blessed in life uh, when I was very young I got me a subscription to the car magazine wheels which is obviously <laughs> a good name for a car magazine in Australia and it goes through all the uh, latest and greatest of what's going on um, it was supposed to be for one year the subscription when I was like ten or eleven but you know what every year he uh... renews it for me and um... it's kind of a cool thing actually because i moved away on the opposite side of the country and uh... every month the magazine comes through and uh, i know it sounds a little bit sentimental but for me it's just a little a little piece of home every month coming uh... so they a really interesting article on uh... carlos gosson who is the former ceo of nissan uh, was once kind of considered the guru of the automotive industry and was uh, allegations were made in Japan that he was a bit of a corrupt puppy and um, you yeah, know he actually faltered from Japan went on bail and uh, escaped to Lebanon where there's no extradition treaty uh, basically put the middle finger up to Japan and said come get me now uh, this Obviously, it's from the Wheels Co. magazine, and uh, it is by Cameron Kirby. So, oh, i on to the rights or whatever, by Wills Co. magazine, and uh, you'll yeah, get behind it. This is a very interesting article. Carlin Gosling is a man of intense focus and furious intent. He has import- formed industrial miracles, including bringing Nissan back from the brink of bankruptcy into an era of prosperous profits, practically overnight. For the past year, his sole focus has been on proving his innocent, following his shock arrest in late 2018 for allegedly misusing company funds. Then in late December 2019, everything changed, and the subject of his attention was a secret, daring, and ultimately successful escape from Japan that would result in him becoming an international fugitive. So what the fuck happened? (laughs) So basically, the allegations was that... um, Prompted by a tip off from Nissan, he he was in he, he was hiding basically money to the tune of sixty million dollars, um, and he also was funneling funds from Nissan to himself through car dealerships he controlled in the Middle East and softening sixteen million dollars in personal losses back to the Japanese car manufacturer. <laughs> it's, it's actually quite clever. Uh, lawyers representing Gozen claimed his detention was part of a corporate coup to prevent the partnership between Nissan and Renault, transforming from an alliance into a merger. These are global politics also at play, with the French government, the single largest shareholder of Renault, and Japan's government seeing Nissan as one of the crown jewels of its automotive industry. Da, da, da. That's my, That's my special sound effects. Uh, the condition of Gossen's detention was harsh, He was held inside the infamous tokyo detention house the 65 year old was repeatedly charged recharged interrogated without his lawyer present for more than 130 days um congratulations are not buckling uh under that type of uh pressure he was also often placed in a solitary confinement with no contact with people outside the prison these are well-worn tactics of the Special Investigation Squad that has been leading the case against the former automotive executive. Gaston's personal wealth is estimated at $120 million on top of his shares in Nissan, Renault, Mitsubishi valued at $160 million. So he's worth $180 million, so he's got plenty of money to make a getaway with. He's a man of immense wealth and power who has been subjected to 12 months of a relentless and humiliating pressure. Among his supporters is French President Emmanuel Macron, makes sense with the connection with Renault, who told reporters in early 2019, I'm just concerned that the case of a French citizen should respect basic decency. Mate, just fucking stop being a politician and being fucking honest dude and say we're the biggest shareholders in Renault. He's our dude. Don't fuck with him. Japanese prosecutors have been criticised since long before Gosson was arrested for relying on confessions instead of evidence to attain the fearsome 99% conviction rate. A human rights watch summary states the system which keeps defendants incarcerated indefinitely Withholds bail without a confession and denies suspects contact with the outside world, violates both Japanese constitutional and international law. Uh, So, to all my listeners, just try not to do anything wrong in Japan. They seem like they're fucking maniacs. Eventually, Gosson was released on bail, which was reportedly set at 13.8 million, with strict conditions, including a restriction on leaving Japan. Gosson's trial was slated to take part in stages setting up a years-long saga another strong armed tactics from prosecutors intended to force a confession in the months that followed gossin continued to maintain his innocence working hard on building what he hoped would be a successful defense the new york times reports that gossin's desire to have his dad justice evaporated after a japanese court denied on christmas day His request to spend the holiday with his wife, for whom Japanese prosecutors have now issued an arrest warrant. They really do not fuck around these people. Then came the escape at the start of 2020, and exactly how Gossen orchestrated it may turn out to be just as impressive as its very execution. Bail conditions mandated a camera above the door to his rented home. His phone use was restricted, and internet access outside his lawyer's house was outlawed. Coles with his wife were listened in on by lawyers and he was shadowed everywhere by reporters. Unverified reports claim Gossen hired a Gregorian band to play at his residence. The story goes that Gossen, aided by ex-Special Forces officers that specialised in rescuing hostages, was then smuggled out of the apartment and country inside an instrument case. The former head of both Nissan and Renault dismissed these reports, with a second theory suggesting he simply walked out the front door, unfazed as departure being caught on camera. This is because Gosselin was under heavy surveillance, not house arrest, meaning Japanese authorities didn't realise what was happening until it was too late. I prefer the James Bond one, just getting snuck off in an instrument case. What we do know is that he boarded a private jet in Osaka, flew to Turkey, then boarded a second plane to Lebanon, where Gossen has citizenship and owns property. Japan and Lebanon do not have an established extradition agreement. According to the New York Times, once in Beirut, Gossen met Lebanon's president, as one does, Michael Aoun, and discussed his legal issue. This claim has been refuted by Mr. Aoun. Well, you, would. you wouldn't really want the whole Japanese ambassador knocking on your door. Uh, in a statement released this week of his escape, Gosson said he would no longer be held hostage by a Japanese justice system where guilt is presumed, discrimination is rampant and basic human rights are denied. Gosson claims he alone was behind his escape from Japan, denying any of his family was involved. Again, you'd have to say that considering how harsh they are. Interpol issued a red notice for Gosson's arrest. Turkish police arrested seven people in relation to an investigation into Gossin's escape, including four pilots of a private airline, with officials in Turkey furious that Gossin entered and exited their country successfully. Uh, Fair point, Turkey, fair point. To start, all these images surfaced of him eating at a high-end restaurant in Beirut. Nobu Gohara, a former Japanese prosecutor who runs a compliance law office, told CNN Business that he believes Gossam trial is likely to be abandoned following his escape from Japan. As wheels went to press, Gossam remained at large, staying in a house in Lebanon that Nissan bought and renovated while he was a CEO. We guess no one got around to changing the locks. Five steps of freedom... Let's do it. One, Gosson simply walks out the door, or he's smuggled in an instrument case, that's what I like. Two, train catches a bullet train from Tokyo to the airport in Osaka. Osaka he goes uh, on a private jet, goes to Turkey, Turkey goes to Lebanon. Well look, at the end of the day, we don't know. Maybe he actually did steal the money. Uh, that's not actually proved or disproved, but at the what I really found fascinating out of this whole entire thing is two things. First of all, the Japanese legal system sounds like if you get in trouble, you're utterly fucking munted, so just really behave yourself when you're in Japan, peoples, to the best of your ability, and, um, yeah, secondly, it's, uh, I think there's a lot more at play than we actually realise, uh, not to be one of the conspiracy theories, but, um, you know, Let's see what happens. Apparently, Nissen's now trying to sue Carlos Gossen for $90 million. So the saga continues. Let's wait to see what will happen. Uh, Either way, it was one fucking amazing escape. It was one (laughs) fucking amazing escape.